Welcome back to American Slacker Podcast. As always, I'm Matt. Uh, and right alongside him, I am Jesse. Staying warm in these cold, cold winter months. Oh, man. Yeah, not cold for either of us, though. We've got to brag a little bit about that. I Come put on. the heat on. Come on. I'm a, I'm a first year in this, like, warmth, so I'm, like, bragging You're about it. my family AC. up north. <laughs> like, always like, hey, what, what, what's the temperature up there? People oh, they're me, having the like, temp- oh. temperature talks with you. It's a brisk 71 where I am at night. You know? Always got to compare the temps with uh, the parents. Being that guy. <laughs> well, yeah, like Matt said, welcome back to the show. Hope you all had a safe and happy Thanksgiving uh, holiday. You know, we're rolling into another month of holidays here. Well, you try and keep things along those lines. And, uh, you know, Matt's, Matt's antlered if you're watching this on the YouTube Oof. right now. Dude, I'm in full decorate. Did you decorate yet? Have you decorated your house at Not all? Not yet. Or? No, I mean, we no. just we just got done with Turkey Day. I didn't even get turkey on Thanksgiving. I had ham. So I'm way, I'm way, I'm just out there. Okay, I hear you. Yeah, I went into full decoration mode, put up the tree, honestly, before Thanksgiving. And uh, oh, okay. we were just into it. 2020, man. It's been a hell of a year. Why not, you know, celebrate a little bit early. Get into Damn. the joyous mood. Right oh. into it. You know? Man. And just like we're going to get into our uh, bizarre news here, but, you know, we always like to start out our weird news with a little bit of weed news. So this time around, we're going to do, we kind of touched on this on our last weed news, um, the idea of federal legalization coming up possibly soon. Uh, We also mentioned that, you know, there's a big blockade to that and that is mitch mcconnell in the uh senate there's like one guy who's basically saying no to it and that's kind of putting it to a stop um we wanted to kind of dive into it a little bit further because that's about all that we said you know last time because we were more covering which states have legalized since the uh the voting last round of voting in november so this time around Um, Like I said, we're going to dive into the idea of federal legalization and the MORE Act, which is the Marijuana Opportunity Reinvestment and Expungement Act. This is an act that could actually have some weight to how marijuana is considered for, you know, federal purposes. Um, And it's going to be voted on possibly as early as Wednesday when this episode comes out. Um, And in the house they actually have a lot of support to have this go through which is a good thing but like like i preface this all with once it gets to the senate it's kind of just sitting there it's not there's there's not much hope for it to actually go forward yeah it constantly gets that roadblock right roadblock Mm -hmm. engine where it just sits there collects dust yep and it gets tabled and other things kind of pass by it and you're like what happened to it and another decade goes by without federal legalization yep man and meanwhile the people that would simply want to enjoy a little bit of cannabis or you know potentially the product of a criminal fucking charge which yeah. sucks yeah f- life-altering charges that could you know get you fired get you kicked out of your house uh, any number of things over something that you know is sold kind of like milk in a state like mine um, yeah. So it'd be nice to see this actually get put into us into a situation where the Senate could take it for what it is, as opposed to you know being another uh, fight over left versus right or one of those things, and actually consider it for you know the benefit of Americans. And like I said uh, at at the top, it's it's got a lot of support. Um, Kamala Harris, the uh, vice president elect, she was one of the uh, like main sponsors and writers of this uh bill or act um and it talks a lot about you know expunging criminal records and giving funding to states that decide to take steps to do that so this means a lot of money on top of what we've seen you know in places like colorado where they are 
getting so much tax revenue for it. There could actually be federal funding for states who kind of line up closer to what the federal government's new perspective on this could be. It's kind of a glimpse through like the crystal ball to see like yeah. whether like what the what the future could look like, you know. <sighs> if only. Yeah, right. And it, like we said, it's going up for a vote in the uh, House on Wednesday when this come episode is out. So if you're listening to this episode, they've probably voted it through. I'm guessing, you know, a lot of a lot of the talk around it um, on this marijuana moment article, on other articles I've read, have said that there's a lot of support in the House. It's just once it makes that jump to the Senate. Um, so, so that's the big thing. We're we're this close. Man, we're this so fucking, fucking close. close. It's, it's actually it. insane to think that it had that something like this could actually have support on, you know, uh, a major uh, legislative body like yeah. the House of Representatives. Yeah, man. The pros and cons list is just overwhelming with the pros versus the cons on this. I just don't get it. <laughs> yeah, so it it wouldn't actually create like a federal regulatory structure for cannabis, but or force states to change their own laws. Um, it would include provisions that incentivize and adopt certain uh, reform policies, like I was talking before mm-hmm. about like expungement, things along those lines. Um, and it might they might actually be able to enforce it through something called the Commerce Clause legislation. So it it goes deep into you know all the the law and lawyer shit um in that end and if you want to read a little bit more about that i'll be posting this marijuana moment article up on our facebook page on thursday so that way you can uh, dive in a little bit more uh, familiarize yourself with the the vast and complicated fucking topic of federal cannabis legalization it's it's so odd to me that you know it within our political system there's something that regulates what we're allowed to consume uh in this way i understand like an fda where it's like don't fucking poison me but (laughs) but it's different than like you know saying how much beer you can have or like what schedule it's at and like drugs and shit along those lines it's it's kind of odd fine line of freedom man fine line of freedom well, yeah, even even just in terms of it, it brings up ideas of which, uh, it, you know, companies are benefiting from which things are available. And like you can sell tons of pills that have worse effects, you know, so that doesn't seem to be the, the motivating driver in what is legal and what is not legal. Um, so I hope this this at least kind of gets corrected and get, comes more in line, especially on the expungement end, because that'll set a lot of people's live straight you know if they don't have to check that box um when they're applying for shit yeah it's another domino down man regardless anything in the positive end of fucking shaping you know and shifting the shape of like where cannabis legislation is at right now 100 you know, percent. just it brings the next change the next change which hopefully just one year it's fucking completely normal and just wait <laughs> Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. So, yeah, we'll keep you up to date on it. Um, head over to our Facebook page. It'll be up on Thursday if you want to read a, a little bit more about the article. Nice. Check it out. Now we're going to Russia. We're going to talk about how the mayor of Novosibirsk is uh, defending the city's ice rink for the second year in a row. Okay. What do we got? Yeah, he's Wolves, going to social media. Bears? I know Russia's a wild Dude, place. That would be an amazing ice rink where you just... <laughs> that would explain the toughness of Russians, man. They're just they're trying to ice skate and they're fucking fending off against bears all the time. It's what Love the it. sticks were originally for and then hockey was invented. No, but we're going... He, he's talking more about the design, which he's getting heckled saying that the, the ice skating rink kind of resembles that shape of like, you know, a penis. Oh, okay. Now, I'm going to share. If people are watching right now, you'll be able to see what I'm talking about. Kind of looks like a dick, right? Okay, yeah. Pretty short man, you know, he's ball sack laying on the ground kind it's of a, thing, flat at an, the bottom. A bird's eye view. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. The typical dick symbol, you know, balls and shaft. Yep, right? Yep. Now, what's going on is the shaft is the area, you know, where you want to complete your laps. You're going around, you do your little laps around there. It's got a nice divider in the middle where it looks like you got, like, a sit-out area. It's if you need a, to take a quick rest, you just jump into a bench. Kind yeah, of thing. fairly. It's a it's a nice raised area where you an can, island. You know, yeah, maybe a vein of some sort. Ooh, okay, okay. Say. That's a nice resemblance there, and it separates the head from the the rest of the shaft. It as looks well. like the ball area is where the beginners would want to kind of hang out. 
I'm calling that the free-for-all area, man. You can just do whatever you want there. Look at that wide open space. That is. You know? There's a lot of c ground to cover. I mean, if you, you mess, if you mess up, though, there's a lot of room to to wipe out. You might be able to even get a great, like a game of five on five on that sack. That's all I'm saying. Wow. Yeah, there's a lot of room down there. So now, I'm I'm not surprised he's getting some uh, remarks. But what are you supposed to do? It's not like you could just what's he like? Cut, what are you going to do? Cut the shaft off and only have the balls? Yeah, I mean, they're just there's a lot of jokes, and he's like, you know, he's getting sick of the comments and stuff. But like, you know, it's one thing to look at it there, but like, let's look at it lit up. Oh, that's where it really takes the art form. Oh, this is where the heckling begins. Okay, it's looks, okay at daytime, but nighttime, dude, it is. That's full cock. That's full on short cock with like <laughs> some kind of bouncing marble on top. You know or what I mean? Something coming out of it. Possibly. It's really a Christmas tree, but oh yeah, actually, Christmas from tree that at end, the tip. From the the straight on end, yeah, the tree coming out of the tip. Dude, that's a yeah. good much. So you know he's he's claiming you know it's just designed that way to be more efficient, so that you know they got the area for lapping for people that are trying to get a little speed skate on. And yes, what you were saying before is probably that the the open area in the beginning is probably the beginners area. You know, right? The sack is for the beginners. You start you start or at games. the bottom. Or games. Or games, good. maybe. Maybe they want to sneak in a couple games there or even some kind of ice show. You know, there's a lot of those that do it at city parks. Now, that's not the only defense of a mayor coming to, like, designs and cities for holiday decorations that we're going to talk about. Oh, great. We got, we got a mini bonus add-on. And uh, we're going to go to a Belgian town uh, <laughs> where they, they put up some candle-like installments across the, the uh, town. Okay. Okay. And the budget was low. That's their defense on this. The budget was <laughs> low, so they they had a limited ideal of like what they can come up with the material. Now we wanted I'm it fast share. and cheap. Again, we're gonna share the images. Now what we're oh, looking boy. at is we're talking, you know, a long skinny shaft of white lights, and then on top there's a spear with a nice blue illumination going on. Yeah, it's very. That's a very spherical tip. It almost looks like, you know, purple, like a purple helmet on top. Uh, now they, well, when you <laughs> preface it that they're candles, I could see what they're going for. They definitely didn't hit the mark. It didn't. Now, they were originally going to go with red, but I don't know if it, this was also part of the financial uh, reason. I don't know if red was more money or if it was just like a last minute decision. Blue I was, don't think making oh, it Actually, blue red. is their town color, so that's probably why. Blue is okay. their town color, so I bet you that's why they went blue. Yes. Well, I was going to say, if you went with red, it probably wouldn't make it look any better. Dude, Odinsburg. That might be, more, that might be more fleshy, actually, at that point. Dude, yeah. They are just, I don't know, man. I, once you think it, you just can't stop seeing it, you know? <laughs> It's, what's with all the dicks during Christmas? Uh, conspiracy, man. That's that's what I'm come to is just keep your eye out, people. You know, report to us if you find any other dick-shaped things, you know, that are just embedded. Oh, don't tell them to DM us those. Oh, okay. That's, yeah, I, oh, that could be good. Yeah. That could I be don't good. need that in the Instagram DMs. Um, let's go over to Canada, you know, another snowy place. Very holiday-like. Um, we're talking about, hey, I was talking about FDA before and not being poisoned goes right along with this fucking story because there's a man who is bottling and selling meat and meat yeah just straight up salted brined meat what kind of meat <laughs> uh we're talking chicken we're talking Ooh. beef and right. uh he sells them in these little you know the ball jars like the uh the little oh mason mason little mason jars yep, the little mason jars he, he sells them in those, and the government has gotten involved, the Canadian Food Inspection Agency. They're warning against consuming this chicken and beef that's bottled on Prince Edward Island by this man who's been selling it through classified ads. So that makes me beg the question, <laughs> would you buy meat that you found in a jar on, a, on like Craigslist, per se? A, no, I would 100% not. And B, anybody that buys mason jar meat on yeah. a fucking list ad like site is deserving of the plague that comes inside that fucking jar like that's horrible that's one of the main things that they're worried about is botulism which uh they said you know if you can that meat wrong you're gonna end up paralyzing someone's face or paralyzing a child's throat so they don't want Again. people to buy his meat he says there's nothing wrong with it 
Dude, this is, again, that's why we have regulatory market, like where we have agencies that protect <laughs> us from fucking madmen like this, just battle, bottling their meat in their fucking sheds and God knows where. The man in this uh, Atlantic uh, CTV News article says it's a little salty and it's in a little bit of water and just it's meat. <laughs> so he's, he's saying there's nothing wrong with it. He did it himself. The only thing is they they don't have any labels on them, and I've been I've been oh, getting man. into I've been in, getting into bottling mead with mm-hmm. a D, not meat with a T. <laughs> um, Glad you it, specified that just to keep yourself. Yeah, out of yeah, brewing alcohol, and I know that one of the things you want to do is keep notes, and like putting putting like down when you canned it, when you bottled it, those kinds of things very important because who knows you could be selling some canned or bottled chicken from fucking years ago thinking it was one of the new ones that you had up front if you just shuffle them around with no labels in the back like mystery meats man could end up with some raccoon like tell me what you think since we since we can show the people here on our youtube oh my god that's the meat matt this is the meat uh would you eat this meat it looks more like peaches at this point it looks like somehow there was like i don't know like a potato that was skinned and it had mold just veins coming off it in water like it looks so mushy and disgusting like it's yes i think that's the perfect way to describe it mushy he packs them tight i've got to give him that like he packs those yes. jars oh that's so, to the brim it's definitely it's one of those situations where you open it and it's definitely gonna leak on you now, is it like you get a jar and you get like a little bit of duck, a little bit of turkey, a little bit of chicken, mystery, whatever, you know, or is it like separated by the, you buy chicken? Well, I guess we'll never fucking know because he hasn't labeled any of these things. So like, that's my biggest issue with this whole thing. If he just labeled them and put a date on Dude. them, I'd feel way more comfortable buying his mystery meat. I think you failed as a businessman right away by not labeling. Cause I mean, you need to take notes. You need to evolve your recipe. You need to listen to the customer feedback and then you got to address like, okay, this, this one wasn't good. We got to yeah. change that one, you know? And I mean, you'd still cook it. I imagine you're not going to eat it raw out of the brine. <laughs> I'd hope so. Not. You'd, so I'd, like, oh. I'd imagine you'd cook off the botulism. Maybe don't take my advice. Go to Google on that one. I don't know. He might be selling pre-cooked meats in a fucking jar so that you could just fucking pull out a nice slimy filet and just wrap it down your gullet. You know? Pretty much. Oh, God. Like the oh. fish in fucking Amsterdam? No, thank deep you. Throat, deep throat a nice filet of cod. Some you know what I'm chicken. talking about? That's fantastic. So, yeah, let's uh, let's stay away from the bottled meats in Canada if you're in Prince Edward Island. So, uh, talk to your neighbor. Dude, keep an eye on your neighbor. Make yeah. sure they're not, buy, they're not canning up meat. If they're buying too many mason jars, you need to fucking note that shit. Keep an eye on Jim because he's he's up to something. Keep Fluffy inside because Jim might run out of fucking chicken. Botulism, man. Botulism. Let's go to something much more uh, family friendly. We're going to go to Florida and talk about one of the many glorious things that come out of Florida. You know, the Florida woman we're going to talk about and a group of Florida women at that point. Now, uh, a group of five ladies in um, Santa Rosa, Florida, Santa Rosa Beach, Florida, I should specify, um, have broken a world record for the longest length walking on Legos. <laughs> now, uh, Amer- painful challenges. Okay. Dude. Now, each woman had to walk 20 laps on a uh, 32 foot track in, uh, in a marathon form and, and work together as a team in under an hour and they beat their expectations they they nailed just over two miles on wait the so track. so they like took it in legs like they yep. tag in tag out it was like a, a relay yeah they each had to do 20 laps and then the next one would get in 20 I'm, laps bang, 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 bang. and i'm glad you clarified it was like a little track because like when i first pictured it i was thinking they laid out a couple miles of lego out of a dump truck or something or maybe or maybe fashion some sort of Lego treadmill yeah. nightmare oh scenario. Just glue a shit ton of... Oh, my God, dude. You want to get in shape, right? Gorilla well, glue. Gorilla glue a bunch of Legos to your treadmill and just run on that bad boy. You're really going to you work go. on your leg muscles all together. Well, that, like, it'll it'll kind of train you for outdoor hiking without shoes. Ooh. Bring you into the old world, you know? Like, yeah. I'm not, I'm, not saying, I'm not saying do what these ladies did and go a foot deep 
in fucking four by four blocks, but maybe just a couple here and there. So that like, it really wakes you up when you catch them. Oh my God. <laughs> so yeah, it's, it, it is like a garden box basically that they built and just filled up with Legos for them to run back and forth. And uh, it's pretty cool, man. I mean, that's not something I would ever do. I mean, I, I don't know they can keep that world record for all I'm concerned. I mean, you gotta be willing to put yourself through some serious fucking pain. Oh yeah. What do you think their feet look like at the end of that? Dude, there's definitely blood. There was blood. <laughs> All the Legos are red by the end of it, I guess. Uh, throw them Legos out, dude, because they definitely got at least like blood and foot fungus on them. Oh, they're gonna pass them right to the kid. They're gonna donate them to the, the local, you know, shelter. Disinfect them. Fucking mm. fill, fill it with Purell. Go swimming. You got a little Lego pool right in your living room. Uh, so I mean, unless anybody's out there with a relay team that can break that in under an hour for the uh, women's division. So it's over it's two over two miles for under an hour. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. One hour time limit, and yeah, the two point zero four miles to be specific, wow. which is you know it's pretty good, man. I don't know if I can do that. Not on. I don't know if I can do a lap. I'd be like, I'm good on this <laughs> after a lap. I'd be like, why? Why am I doing this? You you got a condition beforehand. That's that's Dude. like training. Ooh, callus up your feet. Like, They're just running on like fucking rocky beaches. Dude, they recover their steps and Legos and just running up and down them. Like, oh man. Hats off to these ladies. They're fucking killing it down there in Dude. Florida. Wonder what their next attempt is going to be. I don't know, man. Hey, who knows? Most paper cuts in an mega, hour. Mega blocks, dude. Mega blocks. Mega blocks. They're yeah. a little softer, I think. You think they're big? I don't know, dude. I feel like the bigger they are, I don't know. Eh, who, we'll have Let to do us know in-house. if anyone's doing, uh, doing tests out there. <laughs> So uh, we're going to go to Thailand for our next story where the what would have been the largest ketamine bust in Thailand's history Whoa, turned out huge. turned out to be a whole lot of nothing. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say that all I think about is drugs as soon as I'm like thinking of that country. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they're, they're fucking uh, killing it on, on the drug game usually, but this time around, uh, this one billion dollars of ketamine turned out to be a misunderstanding, and this isn't one of those situations where it's like, "Here's an envelope full of money." This is all a misunderstanding. This actually turned out to be an error. There was uh, trisodium phosphate being used in a uh, cleaning agent at this compound, and due to a technical error in testing this uh, this product, it turned up positive uh, for ketamine. So, okay. so they're like, all right, we, do, we did a bunch of tests. It turns out they have ketamine here. They, they got fucking stacks and stacks of it. It looks like, uh, you know, just like a, a warehouse that you would see. Um, and just with, like jugs of the shit? Well, it's more like bags. It's kind of like fertilizer oh, size bags. Or, okay. like, or like garden soil type stuff that you'd see. That's a lot of drugs. If it was drugs. We're, we're showing you BBC.com article now uh, where you can just see the multiple pallets of it. And they're like, we fucking got them. We're gonna we're gonna go in there and fucking bust them. This is gonna be the biggest fucking. We're gonna they're gonna make a movie about us. Johnny Depp is gonna play me, Dude. and then oh my no. god, <laughs> it turns no. out uh, Mr. Clean was behind it all. That bald motherfucker. We should have known. The kingpin. The kingpin yeah. man. He looks like a kingpin. I'm telling you, buff as shit. Okay. He looks like a buff version of kingpin from Spider Man. You uh, know, under that white fucking T-shirt, there's a shit ton of tattoos. A shit ton. Like there's. Oh, he's just been to ton. prison. Dude, he's definitely done time. Like, definitely. Mr. Clean was definitely incarcerated. That's where Mr. Clean came from. Like, now his real name was like, you know, fucking Harold something. Something or other, yeah. Yeah. And you put that light behind him, though. Now he's so, he's still having trouble, you know, from these police. Fucking busted <laughs> Can't get his, away from the light. Busted his cleaning job. Tried to go clean, but it wasn't <laughs> clean enough. <laughs> yeah, apparently trisodium phosphate, a white powdered substance, can be used as a stain remover or as a food additive. Excuse me? Uh, that's concerning, but okay. It's not ketamine, so they're they're good to go. The 66 sacks were confirmed to be a cleaning agent, uh, said the Bangkok Post. And yeah, turned out to be a whole lot of nothing. <laughs> man, leave that man alone and let him clean. Damn, yeah, right? That's what it, <laughs> oh, man, that, that's such a waste of fucking, like, uh, police, like, manpower as well i'm just imagining a whole fucking swat team taking this building 
There's like eight workers in there who are like, what the fuck is going on? What the fuck is going on, dude? Just trying to do my production for the day and then fucking squats here, dude. No good, man. No good. And then, you know, like all those boots coming in, they had to clean the floor. They got to clean it up. Break open the bag, baby. Yeah, they got to use some of their product at that point. I hope Mm. they got reimbursed. Hopefully they like sold them on it too. They're like, look at this. Look at hold on before you leave. Look at how well this cleans the floor. And then they, so they good, it's back. illegal. <laughs> illegal. <laughs> My God. Yep. That's it, man. So good, it should be illegal. That's the slogan that company needs to use now. There you go. <laughs> use it for the commercial. Oh man. Well, let's talk about one more creation before we leave. And this is a scientific breakthrough that is just amazing but also i feel like the long term of this is going to bring us to where ai is just trying to be human (laughs) okay now a a group of scientists have developed an electronic skin that can mimic the natural functions of human skin including like being able to tell temperature like sense temperature as it's approaching not even on contact like an actual emission of like sensory like we have with our heat heat deception Um, are are you saying like it it like puts its hand in a fire and it's like 135 degrees Fahrenheit. <laughs> well, the idea, I think, is like, you know, when this is adapted. First off, it's medical now, but in the long term, they are thinking AI adaption. The adaption to that is that it can sense fire from a distance and avoid it. You know what I mean? So really oh. just true human like instincts, not, not only relying on visual as far as like what AI really does rely on right now. Interesting. And, yeah. And relying on an actual like sensory that can detect temperature amongst it you know infrared and everything okay, else okay so it's it's crazy man now that what they're usually they're going to use this for first is for anything you know biological keep people their med- medical like issues and check you know if your blood pressure raises you know if you're about to have a heart attack they're hoping this is going to be a preemptive way to like determine things before you really run into serious trouble okay you know even so blood levels like blood sugar levels like eventually so do you have like an app or something that you you would hook it up to i imagine or well I, in the long term that's probably what it will be is like some type of like bluetooth app like type deal but it's a hydrogel mixed with a, like a some kind of nanoplastic okay and it's like apparently it's 70 percent water so it molds well to human skin like so that you can wear it on top and what i'm imagining is some kind of exo like not armor but exo skin that's like really keeping an eye on you you're like oh. your meat bag you know <laughs> <laughs> i mean we we, keep, we do a terrible job of regulating things we don't understand like the feelings that we have but our body is trying to get us subtle subtle hints meanwhile like something like that will tell you right away like oh drink water asshole I, like, uh, you know? that's exactly what i was just thinking actually was like with athletes and stuff i mm-hmm. can see that being used within like whatever their uniform might be to monitor certain things think about that man you need more like of any mineral things like that once it's you know right on the fully. tip of michael phelps cock Dude. it's gonna be monitoring it's gonna be like you're getting cold <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's too cold <laughs> too you gotta cold. warm up warm up do a lap son of a bitch <laughs> like yeah man i mean it's it's crazy to see technology progress like this because I feel like this is going to be the interior of the fucking exo armor that we're like visualizing in movies and video games today. You know, where it's like you're just you have hydraulic type like controls like this is what adapts that to that. You know what I mean? As far as like the regulatory sensors that work with machine. Yeah. Would it's it be definitely... weird? I, I wonder if it'd be weird uh, eventually like having having that, you know, on your hand at, at all point time or whatever you know it's, and yeah. say you get used to it and then it the like power dies or your hydro gel leaks like are you is it going to be odd to not have that anymore you know exactly are we, we going to get like that connected to it like we are with our phones well it's going to start out at you know mainly a rich thing eventually like i'm sure it's going to be something that like only the people that are wealthy are going to be able to afford it's not going to be something they're dosing out in a national level like mm-hmm. once this does break like civilian fucking production but yeah, they're working on right now is they're having the hardest issue of like making like an actual uh, physical product that can take the wear and tear of you constantly. I mean, look, at we're tough on everything, dude. Think about like something on your hand. You're constantly making a fist, moving your fingers like that wear and tear on a glove. Yeah. You know what I mean? If it was like some kind of nylon glove, let alone like this is like hydrogel again and whatever. But still, it's going to with the sensors worked into that product. Yeah, it's really going to. So, I mean, I imagine what they have right now is probably just a patch that's kind of sitting there. It's very, yeah, very little patches and, and things that are just applicated to, like, you know, the top of your hand or mm-hmm. stuff like that. But eventually, the long-term goal is to figure out the product to where they can 
feasibly spend the money on developing gloves and you know full-on fucking body suits basically i was gonna say like is this down the line i wonder if they'd be able to also connect it to your brain essentially and like if it can sense temperature can you just like replace full parts of skin you know like say a skin instead of a skin graft skin graft put on this shit and like You'd be like transparent translucent fucking skin and just be able to see your shit or maybe they could paint it you could get whatever color you want dude by that time it'd probably be chameleon like where you get gonna like green like, you could hit a button and turn it translucent Ooh, or put it back to normal you know yeah i mean you'd want it to go with your outfit depending on what you're doing Ooh, okay i see what you're doing fashion incorporated well, with customizable yeah you always got to keep that in mind well, that's a whole no. other thing man people talking about that digital clothing man which is basically just a uh easier version of this yep. <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh man well fucking i think that brings us to the end where we're going to talk about the funny video that you sent me and i yeah. almost died i have it to share with you i got it loaded up here um this one i saw a, a while back uh <laughs> it's just fucking hilarious i don't know what else to say besides like fireworks can be extremely dangerous i could see us pulling this move honestly <laughs> oh yeah do it Look at that. Oh, baby. Where's it going? Where's it going? Oh, right to the Smith's house. Oh, my nice. God. You just blew up a bomb, a small bomb right outside the Smith's house, and now there are palm trees on fire. Yeah, <laughs> so that's, uh, uh, I guess, one of those balsa wood planes or foam planes that, that you can just sort of, like, toss to each other in a field. And, like, a one- or two-inch mortar, like, attached to that bad boy with some duct tape. Like... That's a that's a that's a firework that's supposed to go into a tube and it yeah. propels itself up into the air with the fucking you know the primer or whatever. The smarter <laughs> thing I think for, for that would have been to go with something like a Roman candle. Then it, you'd have at least quick Ooh. bursts of of energy kind of sending it in one direction or the other. That one Ooh. was just literally a rocket with a bomb on it. Yeah, dude, I'd like to see the actual Roman candle reverse style where i see what you're saying like a propulsion every like couple seconds pop 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 just right and get along yeah or maybe two you light them like a second yeah. apart you send that sucker to the moon with two man shit uh, now we <laughs> yeah got definitely don't put a bomb on there because now you're the fucking neighborhood terrorist dude and yeah seriously knows who you are. Like, that, dude, that, dude. that dude over there yeah he fucking strapped a bomb to a kid's airplane and flew it over to my house and damn near burned my house down yeah you're gonna have to pay your neighbor back for the damage on their gutters uh a shout out to uh reddit the subreddit what could go wrong they are uh they're always full of funny clips like that so head on over there we're gonna also repost that to our facebook page on friday so you can get a little funny to the end of your week and uh yeah go check that out over there hell yeah check it out it's a good laugh and uh now we're getting ready to talk about a couple things we've been watching and we want to suggest to you guys but before we do that here's a word from our sponsors Hey everyone, my name is Drew and I host a podcast called Dudes with Brews on a Porch where we let the drinks flow and the conversations go. Each and every week, me and a friend of mine, we sit down, we try a different craft brew, usually from the state of Wisconsin, and we just sit down and have a conversation. We talk about all aspects of life. Once a month, we talk about paranormal stuff and we always have a good time. You can find our show, Dudes with Brews on a Porch, on iTunes, Google Play, and anywhere else you find your podcast. Grab a cold one and hang out with us each and every week right here on the porch. This episode of American Slacker is brought to you in part by Dango Products. Made here in America, they offer wallets, watches, and many other accessories. A couple months ago, I ordered my DO1 Dapper Pen Wallet in their patented DTEX, which is amazing. The DTEX that they've created is a material that is scratch-proof, water-resistant, and so easy to clean. You know, if you're working out there on the grind, getting your pockets dirty, maybe getting your wallet dirty, this thing will clean up and you can go out in the tux at night and you won't even know the difference. Check out their quality selection of wallets, watches, and other accessories at dangoproducts.com. Use the promo code SLACKER for 10% off your order. SLACKER APPROVED. And we're back. And I think we're going to start it off. Jesse's got something he wants to recommend that he's been uh, checking out on HBO. Yeah, I've been looking forward to this uh, series again and again and again every week. It's called How To with John Wilson. And each episode, he roughly 
describes how to do something. Um, it's very loosely based around that. But the way to describe this, it's a it's a comedic documentary. Um, the host, John Wilson, shoots everything himself, so you don't see him. He's the one behind the camera, and it takes place in New York City. So, you know, it being a city, you see a lot of weird things. And he does a great job of capturing all these weird things and stringing them together with his narration for the episode. Um, it, I just, I fell in love with this as soon as I watched the first episode. Uh, he, he's had ones on how to make small talk, uh, how to put up scaffolding, how to improve your memory. Um, and these lead to him, you know, going and having conversations with like neon sign makers. Uh, he went to a Mandela effect convention because he was talking to people about memory and stuff and it led to that that he got invited <laughs> so he went um he also went to florida one off on one of the episodes just basically to talk to someone and follow them and see what they do so really at the heart of it it is very documentary um like styled and so if you dig like documentaries or like day in the life type of stuff this kind of fills that hole while still being really funny the guy, John Wilson, uh, I, I hadn't heard anything about him before, but the executive producers uh, that popped up when I was watching the episodes were actually kind of familiar, uh, at least Nathan Fielder. I'd watched his stuff on Nathan For You. He also does the voice of Tina on Bob's Burgers. Um, and Michael Komen and Clark Reinking, which I hadn't heard of them, but I guess um, Michael Komen, uh wrote on late night with conan o'brien for seven years um oh, and wow. and he also was a co-creator and writer and executive producer on nathan for you so that's how him and nathan fielder knew each other um and i'm really happy that they worked with hbo which is what this is on um to get john wilson's show on here it's only six episodes uh and they're they're all out now the last episode uh how to make the perfect risotto uh, oh, aired, yeah. aired on November 27th. Oh man, yeah, and this is one of those things that I feel like that HBO like has like they have these unique series that are exclusive to them that give you the reason to actually pay for their streaming service. Where some is some of these companies that are like popping up, you know, like just don't have like the arsenal of like things they're making in house to really back the the price that they're charging. Really, yeah, I mean HBO always kills it. <clears throat> in terms of you know they they've always been able to push things a little bit further show a little bit more um and their stuff has been more artistic focus i think like say what you will about them mm -hmm. but they've they've always pushed that edge of like what's new and different oh yeah even being premium cable through the 80s and 90s i mean they did that you know like things like the sopranos you know shit like that like well, uh, taxi cab confessions I remember. oh my god was, real sex like they yeah. were pushing crazy levels of like what was on you know tv yeah. yeah and access to the public so i mean like it's cool to see them you know continue that and like along with all the series that that they put out um big little lies uh, oh yeah and like and all of the stuff that they've been doing recently i've really liked it's cool um, to see the expansion of this though like they're they're streaming into the comedy world and letting artists be artists on absolutely their platform you know I, I would say also insecure was another one um that i really liked on hbo but this one fills a different comedic kind of because that one was like a plot driven uh, uh, about like characters this one is much very more documentary in the mm -hmm. style that it's done it's all real stuff there's no actors like in in this show it's you know it's it's real life unfiltered and really funny uh because it's through the lens of john wilson i would say it did really well on like ratings for imdb and the tomato and rotten tomatoes um imdb it has 8.6 out of 10 and on the tomato meter it got 100 with an audience score of 92 percent so I think that might be one of the first hundred I got on a tomato meter suggestion, but uh, all the credit goes to John Wilson, Nathan, Nathan Fielder, and the rest of them there. <laughs> nice of you to give the credit where it's really due. You know, I have to. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Not I, I really enjoy it. Like I said, six episodes, they're, uh, they're fairly like short, so uh, easy to binge if you really want to get through something funny. I would definitely suggest How To with John Wilson. 
I definitely want to check it out. I've, uh, I'm very intrigued by the little bit you showed <laughs> me and, and how you've explained everything to me. Mm. Um, I'm going to give you a limited series as well, but it's going to be through my, my Netflix users. It's a mm. Netflix original. And uh, honestly, I got to say, if it has a Netflix badge on it. It's probably worth giving it a chance because, I mean, they've really just... It, it's almost like an award of itself. Like, it, it, even though it's not, it's like the production. But still, to me, it's like these fucking movies tend to ninety percent of the time amaze me. You well, know? they're they're doing a good series. job, uh, just like we were saying with HBO. I was saying, and yeah. they're and they've kind of become the bigger one of the bigger players it, in that too. So they they have a yeah. lot of power in that. It's amazing, yeah. And uh, what I'm talking about is the Queen's Gambit. It's something that you know a lot of people have watched. It's got 62 million views within 28 days, which is pretty fucking astronomical. And I was giving it, you know, I was a little hesitant to give it a chance, you know. And I was in chess club when I was a kid, and this is a series about chess. So that's what I was like. And I was like, how can they spin chess into bringing something to where it's like pulling me in, you know? Yeah. But I finally gave it a chance and I binged it right away because it was just, it was such a deep, it's as deep, the story of the, the, the series is as like strategic and like the interweaving of the stories of the people as like the strategy of chess. Like that's what they did beautifully. They took oh. chess and they turned it into the story as well. Wow. Like it makes sense. The whole idea of like opposing uh, people, you know, against the main character who you might recognize Anya Taylor joy, um, which I'm a big fan of the movie. She's appeared in before split in glass. Oh yeah. Mean girl from them, which like I, I, was, I was a big fan of right away. I was like, who is this girl? She's like, I'm buying her tears. Like, I really <laughs> believe it, you know? Yeah. I really believe the drama of the, the season, you know, the scene. And uh, she really does a great job being the main star of this. You know, it starts with her basically being an orphan at a young age in an orphanage in the 50s. And uh, being introduced to, like, which was common back in the day, uh, tranq- tranquilizing drugs they gave to kids to keep them calm and easy to deal with. Wow. Damn. Which developed a whole, like, drug addiction for her, and then they take it away once regulation realizes, like, you know, the people realize, like, oh, they're fucking drugging the kids in these orphanages, and even goes into, like, the whole uh, psychomed field. Oh, wow. You know, like, how they started to make changes with that and eventually closed down, basically, all of the, the psychological places. But, uh, it's just a wild story from an orphan developing with one relationship that keeps her steady with a, a custodian who teaches her how to play chess. Huh. And like, she goes on, like she'll take the drugs and have these like fucking, um, she's just experiences where she's like mapping out fucking the chessboard and the psych a psychedelic fucking vision. Oh, and wow. it's, it's really cool how they shoot all this and incorporate it into the story. Huh. Something I appreciated right away. I was like, wow, it's just fucking how crazy can the mind go when you're sitting alone and you have some type of little additive fuel to like spark something, you know? Yeah. And basically it makes her just fucking have like she must it's like she has a photographic memory mixed with the like whole, you know, reaction to the chemicals and blah blah blah. blah. She becomes obsessive and she learns everything about chess. And by the time she's old enough to be like an adult, you know, young adult, she was about fifteen or whatever when she gets adopted. And uh, she starts to like get into the chess and make money, which was like, nobody knew you could make money in it. And she becomes like, a, she tries to become the best in the world. That's huh. the whole storyline of the first part of the series. This isn't like based on a true story or anything. No, it? but it is based on a novel. Uh, oh, okay. From 18, uh, 1983, Walter Tevis, and it was named the same thing, The Queen's Gambit. Hmm. So it's all a reproduction of like an actual book into a script. And uh, there is talks about it. Go- the first series, the first part of the series covers the whole book. But okay. there is talks about it continuing on and, you know, going off the edge of, like, what the original author had written, which oh, is always okay. potential, happens commonly. Um, and I think with how well this is done, it's it's done really well in the numbers. And it's even, like, actually been linked to bringing back a natural public, like, curiosity of chess. Like, chess nice. has gone up huge since the release of this. Wow. Like, according to a lot of companies. And, um so it's really it's interesting it's obviously making a little bit of a wave i really enjoyed the fuck out of it and i think they did a great job just making you believe these characters are real Mm. like and making you really buy into the the character which is the toughest thing when you're writing these things is like how do you make somebody out of thin air that like somebody believes in yeah you know and this is a very difficult you're not this the first a- person to suggest it to me either. My sister uh, has been, she's mentioned it a bunch of times. She's like, have you watched it yet? Have you watched it yet? Cause she's like, I want to talk about it with someone. Yeah. And again, I don't like to recommend like the big things, but when it's worth recommending, because there's a few people like me that might be a little hesitant, like you. Yeah. Dude. It's just like, 
pull the trigger, watch the first episode. Like the, I, I think this one will pull you in the first episode. You don't even need the three three episode rule where you got it like with a full series. Uh-huh. That's what I, I have a three episode rule. Okay. Like you got to give three episodes because the first one is just delivering simple facts. The second one's pulling you in, and the third one's got you into the story all the way. They might twist it on the third one. Yeah, you know, like but this first episode you'll be like what the fuck is going on the way it opens i didn't even spoil like some of the big things that happen right when you open the show like there's some things that happen that just pull you in right away dramatically that you're like wow that's fucking deep damn but yeah it's got again we were pulling another winner this this week we got 8.8 out of 10 on imdb rotten tomato gave it 100 percent, and the audience was 96 percent. so it wasn't killing it killing it dude killing it and uh, again, easy to watch on that Netflix subscription, which they are raising the price. And, you know, that's kind of what are you doing, Netflix? Stop raising that shit on us. Especially during pa- pandemic. Like, yeah. wow. Making me mad. You know, like if you Bold weren't producing killers mo- like this, if you weren't producing killer shows like this. I might can you, but I can't. There's a the one that always sticks around for me. You got to figure out the device situation. How many do you need? <laughs> So uh, here's uh, two that you can check out The Queen's Gambit and How To with John Wilson on Netflix and HBO consecutively there. So uh, we will be right back in a moment to play a game after these messages. Cartoon Dumpster Dive. I'm your host, Joel. And I'm your host, Andrew. Join us as we travel back in time to watch the garbage cartoons from your past. Will you remember them? Maybe. We painstakingly watch every episode of these cartoons to remind you that, hey, some things belong in the past. Our pain is your entertainment. Thanks for tuning in. That's it. That's the trailer. Support for American Slacker comes from Manscaped, who's the number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. I don't know about you, Jesse, but I am sick and tired of being outmatched by these razors and traditional trimmers that you get in the store, and no matter what, they, they fucking snag your nuts. That's why Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. They have a lawnmower 2.0 razor, which they have sent our way, has a proprietary skin-safe technology, so you won't get those nicks or snags on your nuts. Nice! Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. Yeah, and with our 20% off code plus free shipping, you're going to be saving a bunch of money and getting some great products that won't end up uh, making it look like a war zone down there. All you got to do is enter Slackers at checkout manscaped.com 20% off get your anti-chafing ball deodorant your sweet lawnmower 2.0 your nuts will thank you later you can even rep them by getting yourself a manscaped.com t-shirt so head on over manscaped.com 20% off at checkout enter code slackers get your ball swag here and we are back to play a game here this is a new game we always like making up new games Um, we're just chock full of them and this one is called Categories Face-Off. Yes, dude. Yes. Not to be confused, but also to remember the Nick Cage, John Travolta movie. But don't sue us at the same may time. It, may it rest in peace. Dude, great movie. Still holds up, I swear. Watch it today. Watch every ounce of it today. Tell me it doesn't hold up. Well, it needs rest either way. Right. It doesn't <laughs> hold up. I'm just going to break the secret right now. <laughs> But yeah, it's a fun game. We're going to sit here. It's a really a war between me and Jesse. We're going to sit here. We're going to put a 10-second timer on for each one of us. Now, you've got 10 seconds to come up with whatever the category is. Bring one item to the category. Okay. And then your timer starts over for the for your opposing person. Okay. And I have 10 seconds to so, come up with. Back and, and forth until one of us is stumped. And to the spoils go the victor. All right. Yes, I, have, I have 10 seconds here. What a big timer. A lot of timer. It's huge. It's a huge timer can't, if you watch it on YouTube. It. We spared no expense. So <sighs> what is our first category? What are, well, what are like we have do we have an overall theme? Of course, we got a theme. We're keeping it to the holidays, baby. It's Christmas time. I've okay. decorated early. We're fucking playing a game with Christmas early. What's up? Now, first category we're gonna go with is Christmas movies. Okay, Christmas movies. Since I concepted this game, I'm going to allow you to go first as a gentleman. Okay. So I will 
start the timer and say Home Alone. How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Uh, Frosty the Snowman. National Lampoon's uh, Christmas Vacation. Gremlins. Uh, why him? I don't even know what that one is. James Franco. Um, jingle uh, all the way. <laughs> oh, that's a good one. Uh, Home Alone 2. How about that? Home Alone 3. Uh, office office Christmas party. Um. Oh shit. Uh. Um. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Oh, that was close. Uh, Gremlins. I said Gremlins. Uh, Krampus. It's a shitty horror film. Does that count? I mean, yeah, that counts. Of- you got it. You got it close enough. Um. Uh. Tr- uh, damn it. Nope. I was going to say True Lies. Oh! I was going to say True Lies, but I didn't know if that happened during Christmas. I would have accepted it, honestly. You should have thrown it out because I, I was already ready Nightmare Before Christmas. I don't know. If, oh, you didn't say that, right? Okay. There you go. Okay. No, I did not say that. That was very good. Yeah. Okay. okay. So, All right. One, one point, a little bit. One point your way. One point yeah, your one way. Point. All right. The next one we're going to do is Christmas songs. Christmas songs. And I, okay. I'm not drawing a lot, so I'm a little worried. Okay. So do it since. How about you go first this time? Since I went first last time. Okay. Uh, Jingle bells. Jingle bell rock. Uh, Rudolph the red nosed reindeer. Have yourself a merry little Christmas. Grandma got ran over by a reindeer. Oh, my timer's not letting me stop. Excuses. Excuses. That's a false alarm. I'm gonna give you the next ten. Uh. Um. Santa Claus is coming to town. Oh, nice. Uh, chestnuts on an open fire. I don't think that's the song, is it? That's Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas. You're thinking, all of. right, fine. Fuck it. <laughs> you win, you son of a bitch. All right. I'll one win. for one. One for one. We have fuck. a couple more here. You fuck. Is that, is that Have Yourself a Merry Little Christmas? That sucks. Yeah, I, was, I went through the lyrics in my head. Chestnuts on an open fire. All right. Holiday foods is the next one. Uh, All right. I'm going to say this timer likes to fuck with me. Uh, You're using excuses. There we go. Uh, I'm going to say figgy pudding. Okay. Fruitcake. Classic. Um, Let's go honey baked ham. Honey roasted turkey. Pumpkin pie. Oh, we can't just keep going by a sweet potato pie. That's fucked up. <laughs> Blueberry pie. Cranberry sauce. Stuffing. That was gonna be my next one. Oh, it's This is your ten seconds, you son of a bitch. <laughs> that was part of my ten. Okay, uh, well then the four. Three. Um two, I'm gonna say one. Fuck. Yeah! I'm not letting you cheat! That's I hate this timer. It's, it's not cheating. I can't do anything. It's not you let cheating, me. Son of a bitch. We we put all of our budget into this timer, and it's yeah. and it's just not working out. Yeah, I see. You rubbed the engineer up that we had designed that timer, and you fucking you had him on your side. I see. Yeah, but that wasn't for favors. Just <laughs> <laughs> one. Okay. This right. Holiday cheer. So two to one. I am leading. Let's move into Santa things. Santa things? Okay. Yeah. All right. So you're going to go first. Slay. Okay. Well, I'll just reset it and say elves. Um, reindeer. Uh, naughty lists. <laughs> Wrapping paper. Uh, I want to say a workshop. Ooh, that's good. Mrs. Claus. That's one of his things. That's, that's very specific. Um, we're going to say uh, milk and cookies. Uh, a red crushed velvet bag. Nice. Classy. Uh, <laughs> chimneys. Big old black boots. <laughs> uh, adultery. <laughs> no, uh, that doesn't count. Well, he... He's sneaking in people's houses. Mommy's kissing Santa Claus and all that. I'll plow it. 
Uh, crusty, big old white beard. <laughs> oh yeah, the beard that was a good one. Um, uh, laying his finger side of his nose up in the chimney rose. Uh, I'm going through the whole thing. I really can't. Ru- Rudolph. I said reindeer already. Yeah, you Damn did. It, dude. You ruined it. Much, I was gonna have a good one. Yeah. What? What was it? Watching children as they sleep. <laughs> yeah. He's, no, he's too much too busy to watch. He's watching all the kids, dude. That's what the song says, dude. Don't he's break got, the song. No, he's got trackers. That's how he, he knows watches when to. you're sleeping. He knows when you're awake. Yeah, it's true. How's he know? I told you, dude. I told you because he's watching, dude. He's got. You think Nest cams were just developed? But guess what? They came out of Santa's workshop. That makes fucking sense. way back, dude. Way yeah, back. That actually, that's where Wi-Fi came out of, bro. That actually tracks. It tracks. Um, do we have just off? We, we got, got one, one more. more? All right, double more. It's pretty loose. Winter activities. Winter activities. I think you start this, right? Yes, I, I will start this one. I'm gonna say snowboarding. Uh, snowmobiling. Ice fishing. Uh, caroling. Oh yes. Uh, tree chopping. I'll allow because you need the firewood for the Um, baking cookies. Okay, that's that was a loose one. Um, ice skating. <laughs> I said it was a loose one. <laughs> hot sipping hot cocoa. Uh, you're in the holiday food mood still. Um, uh, snowshoeing. Ooh, you saved by the bell. One second on the clock. Skiing. Uh. Cold winter things. What do you do? Um, hot apple cider. Uh, oh, no. I'll allow out. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll okay. Um, sitting by the fireplace. <clears throat> Let's opening presents. Cool. Carving the turkey. Oh, that's not winter. Uh, well, no, that's still part of Thanksgiving. We're doing th- that included right. in the holidays. Uh, decorating your Christmas tree. Ooh, that's pretty good. Um, fuck. Fuck, dude, you got me on this one. Woo! I ran, I ran out. I ran out. I think I ran out, man. Overall, though, I think I three, only two, got three, two. two. Yep. So three, that was two. Just I win the first. Salvage my name with one extra point. <laughs> categories face off. I'll take it. Great. I'll take it, dude. I'll take it. We, it was a fun game. We like hope you all list. enjoyed it. Hope you enjoyed the entirety of this show. If you made it along this far, you Hell are yeah. truly in our hearts. This yeah, holiday. and if you made it this far, check out our Patreon, by the way. Uh, we got a ton of extra content up there. You know, it doesn't matter what level you're at. You'll get all our bonus content, which is really cool. And you're also helping out the show, which we really appreciate. And yeah, uh, yeah just check that out. The YouTube as well. See the video format of the show. Hopefully you caught that before the end of the show and you got to see all the little dick-shaped ice rinks we showed, the funny video. If you did, you know, the sweet the oh, timer, missing out budget timer that we spent the whole budget for the rest of the year on. I mean, things like that are just unreplaceable in the audio. All of these elements that you're missing out on. And yeah, for our Patreon, if you are interested, we give a little bit back to you in terms of uh, different little knickknacks here and there's. And uh, you can find that at patreon.com slash American Slacker Podcast. Oh, yeah. And uh, real quick before we get out of here, check me out. MWG Media on Instagram. Matty G from HP on Xbox Live. Try to catch these hands. We've been playing Halo. Shoddy Snipes. I challenge any team out there. There you go. And there's the new Call of Duty. There's the Cyberpunk coming out. There's plenty of stuff to uh, get on there and play with us on. Hell yeah. And our Twitch, too, actually. We've been getting on Twitch. So keep an eye on Twitch, American Slacker Podcast. We do have a couple videos up right now, probably. Um, but make sure to check us out. We're going to be doing a little bit of live streaming, random content on there as well. Yeah, and you, uh, you can try to follow me. I'll agree to not do anything interesting if you agree not to follow me, though. How about that deal? Anyone Are you throwing your plug for the episode? You're throwing your plug. That's yeah. what you're... Oh, no, Lander's the plane, if that's what you're looking for me to do. Son of a bitch. I was like, there's no way he's going to throw his plug for the episode. There's no way. Lander's the plane on everything across the board, nice and smooth. I like it. All right, people, thank you so much again for tuning in for the whole way. And uh, we love each and every one of you. And until next time, that's it. There you go. We're smoking the miracle. We're passing the miracle. Yeah. Yeah.
I'm mapping America. America. I'm second America. America. We talking America. America. We blazing America. This is fucking America. We second America. This has been American Slacker Podcast. You can reach the show by searching American Slacker on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and Reddit. Or send them an email to American Slacker Podcast at gmail.com. You can download and rate American Slacker on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, and all other podcast platforms. Visit the show's website, aspodcast.com, where you will find every episode, official merchandise, and links to their Patreon if you would like to support American Slacker. Give me a minute. Give me a minute. Think about the second set of passing. Man, I gotta go and get it, grab it. Why you gotta go and neck it savage? Smoking weed, I gotta feed the habit. Now I'm on some other shit. Things that I gotta go get. Medical all on my slip. You falling like dominoes, bitch. Stuck in my ways, fucking high days, fucking sideways in the driveway. We smoking America, America. We passing them, passing them. I'm mapping America, America. I'm second America, America. We talking America, America. We blazing America. This is fucking America, America. We second America. We second America, America.